this is Alex Malouf for the IBC Amina podcast. Very excited today, joined by a very special lady. Um, I have Dawn Metcalf with me. Um, she's the MD of consultancy PDSI, and she's the author of a number of books. One is Managing the Matrix, and the other one is Hard Talk. Now, Hard Talk is what we are here to discuss. Hard Talk is both a book and a training program. Dawn, what is Hard Talk all about in your own words? Hard Talk is about the science and art behind having difficult conversations and the difficult conversations that you might have to have in work or in your personal life that really do make a difference, a difference to the results that you're going to get. Now, why does that matter to communicators? Well, as I understand it, you guys occasionally have to have difficult conversations, whether that's with each other, whether it's with journalists, whether it's with clients, or if you're internal, so not agency, if it's with other stakeholders. But sometimes we do, but do we have them enough? That's the question, and why should we be having them more? What's your advice? Look, the thing is, if you don't have difficult conversations, nothing happens. What we say in Hard Talk is you've always got two options, do something or do nothing. And nobody can force you to speak up. There's always going to be a cost-benefit analysis. But the tendency that we have, just because of the way our brains work, is to see a, a, a difficult conversation, a Hard Talk, as a threat, and run away from it. Or... We do a thing that we call um, uh, the, the spiral of doom. So we run away from it. In other words, we go speechless. We make ourselves silent. And we push it down, and we push it down, and we push it down until suddenly, guess what? We can't push it down anymore. And we explode. And we say exactly the wrong thing in exactly the wrong way. We get exactly the bad response we were worried about. And hey-ho, we've now got proof that speaking up was a bad thing. And so the spiral of doom continues. Yeah, no, we need to be speaking up more often, but we also need to be doing it effectively. Hard talk doesn't mean beating other people around the, the, the head. What it means is getting your message across to them in a way that allows them to hear you. But it's also about behaving in such a way that other people give you the bad news. Other people give you the information that maybe isn't easy to hear. So, you know, we talk about speaking true to power in the industry, which is a concept we don't often practice, but essentially what you're saying is, is the same, you know, have those conversations and also as well be open to having those conversations. So, you know, not pushing people away when they want to discuss these issues with you. Listen, when people want to tell you bad news, that's gold. I, um, I start going into organizations and talking about hard talk a couple of years ago. And one of the questions I ask senior leaders is how often does it take to hear bad news? And how, you know, how much of a pain in your neck is that? And the answer is always, oh good lord, much longer than we wanted it to. And it costs us money, it costs us time, it costs us energy. We want to hear that bad news. Now I tend to push back and say, well that's kind of your fault guys, you know. And the response to that is, oh no, we have an open door policy. Look, it says so on our wall, it's in our vision, it's in our mission. And these people are adults, they should speak up. I say, well, yeah, but telling people my door is open is not the same thing as sitting down, looking them in the eye, putting down your phone, and asking them directly, what are we doing wrong? And then when they tell you, not punishing them for it. So with that, let's, let's look at the, the basics of hard talk for people who are communicators. What are the, the steps, so the three steps people should be taking to either do this or encourage this in their organizations? Okay, so I want to say this. I've written a book about this, and it's a 20-hour training program. So there aren't three steps. Um, I, you know, it, we've called it hard talk for a reason. It's not easy. This is not something where you can say, you know, if you do these three things, you'll never have another difficult conversation again. 
um, or you'll never struggle to hear bad news again. But I would say one thing that's really fundamental to hard talk is the difference between truths and potentials. So particularly here in the region where we have this crazy diversity. So the idea is that a truth is something that you see and hear. So the example that I always give is um, I'm leaning against a table, right? So I work as a trainer. Somebody comes into the room, they see me leaning against the table. That is a truth. Everybody on the planet would agree Dawn is leaning against the table. However, we don't talk about the fact that Dawn's leaning against the table. We talk about what we feel about Dawn leaning against the table. So those truths go through our filters. Our filters are our gender, our age, our education, our culture, everything that goes to make us up, make us us. And through, that, through those filters, the truth comes out as what we call in hard talk a potential. That potential may or may not be right. So for example, if you as a, forgive me Alex, middle-aged, white guy come in and you see me leaning against the table, you're probably going to be fairly ambivalent about it. You might think I'm relaxed or you might think my feet hurt. If you're a, a middle-aged Japanese guy coming in, you're almost certainly going to think, hmm, unprofessional and um, disorganized. Now the problem is that you're not going to come up to me and say, hey Dawn, I saw you leaning against the table, you look relaxed. You're going to come in and say, you look relaxed which is fine, but if you're the Japanese guy coming in, you're going to come in and say, hey, you look un you're, you're unprofessional. And I'm going to say, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. And that conversation never moves forward. Now, why is this important? It's important because the potentials are what lead to our emotions, right? If you think I'm relaxed, you feel one way. If you think I'm disrespectful or disorganized, you're going to feel the other. And it's that emotion that leads to our behavior. And in a difficult conversation, the most important thing that we can manage is our behavior manage our behavior in a way that allows us to get the long-term results that we want rather than focusing on what feels good in the short term which might be running away or you know metaphorically of course punching the other person but you also raise a fascinating point we're in a very diverse region you know emina europe middle east north africa you yeah. look at dubai 120 different nationalities no one single culture yeah. which is prevalent how does that then impact on hard talk when you have all of these different people, different cultures, and obviously different filters yeah. that people are using. Well, it, it does hugely. It, I mean, it makes it that much more difficult. Diversity, we know diversity is a good thing, right? That argument has been won already. Diversity is good for innovation, it's good for creativity, but it's only good for innovation and creativity if everybody's speaking up. Right? If you've, it doesn't matter if you've got 12 different nationalities in a room and half of them are women, if 10 of them aren't speaking up. So everybody has to. The problem is that a lot of things can get lost in communication. Mm. And we're good people, right? Most of us, we don't want to hurt the people that we're talking to. So rather than saying any something, we say nothing. Mm. And so the, the, the problem, whatever that problem is, continues. So what we, t what we talk about in hard talk is, is, is speaking soft. So there's work hard, speak soft, listen hard, and finish hard. Work hard is where we spend most of our time because it's about getting your head straight before you speak up. Mm. But the, one of the, the only one of these four steps that is soft is speaking soft. Now that doesn't mean pacifying around things. It doesn't say. It doesn't mean saying, "Hey, Alex, loved everything about your presentation yesterday. Great hair." But it doesn't mean doing that. What it means is speaking up in a way that allows the other person to hear you, and that starts with starting with your truths. So you say to somebody, "Listen, when you um, when you were in the client meeting yesterday, and you interrupted the client three times." My concern is that that's going to have certain implications for you, for me, for the team, for the organization. Rather than going in and saying, hey, you were rude in the meeting. Yeah. Very few people wake up in the morning and go, right, I'm gonna, I want to be rude in a meeting and annoy a client. And yet a lot of us do it, right? Mm. Saying to somebody, stop being rude, isn't helpful. Saying to somebody, 
you interrupting might come across as rude allows them to understand what the behavior is and therefore potentially address it. Anytime that, um, well, your communicators, I normally have to explain what an, ad an adjective is, but I'm going to assume it on this mm. case. Is that fair? I hope so. <laughs> We're in trouble if, if, if not. We, yeah, <laughs> if, we, if we don't get it, then yeah, what are we doing in this profession? <laughs> but if you, if the, the, what we say in hard talk is um, every time you use an adjective, you're actually using a potential. Right, it's telling somebody that they're boring or telling somebody that they're disrespectful or telling somebody that they're offensive or aggressive doesn't help. I was, I w years back, I was in um, a country that shall remain nameless and I was delivering a program on listening and, or an exercise on listening. And I said to the guys, guys, you know, this is a listening exercise and none of you are listening to me, right? Because they weren't, they weren't listening to the instructions. And uh, the feedback, and it's the o genuinely the only time I've had this feedback, the feedback at the end of the session was um, that you were very aggressive. And I was genuinely like, what, do, what was it I did that was aggressive? And it took me about 20 minutes to get to the point where I understood that it was this particular statement that they felt was aggressive. It was very boring. Whereas if they'd said to me, hey, Dawn, you know when you said that, that came across aggressive, then I've got some information with which I can do something. Yeah. 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 Now, we've talked about hard talk communicators, and you also mentioned one other word which just stuck in my head, which is the word agency. Now, communicators from the client side and agency side, and often we're also talking to each other you know, as people in the same function. Yeah. Um, but agency's life, I've been there. It's not easy. No, I, I would not want to do that job. Yeah. What would you say to both in terms of promoting hard talk? Uh, hard talk is really, ult ultimately, hard talk is about conflict and having conflict in a good way, right? We need conflict. Conflict is not a dirty word. Conflict leads us to conflict and disagreement leads us to make better decisions, and it makes it much more likely that those decisions will be implemented. Having everybody in the room nod and, and say yes, and then wander off and do whatever they were going to do beforehand is again boring and a waste of time and energy. So, so I would say that you have to start there. You have to start with understanding why you're doing it. So, what allows people to do that? What allows people to take those risks? And ultimately, it comes down to trust. Right? If you don't have trust, then you don't get good conflict. And trust isn't, God, please do not misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting you go out and do trust exercises. Please don't do that. Trust is something that you build up every single day or you lose every single day. You. Yeah, no, do not. <laughs> I, w I, don't, I, I wouldn't trust my father to catch me. Like the idea that I would ask a group of colleagues, no, just horrible. Yeah. Now, trust, look, trust is something that you build up, not, not even every day, it's with every single action. Every single thing that you do is either going to build trust or, or destroy trust. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't work in an agency, I don't work in, in your world, but I do work with clients. Mm. And I have had to tell clients, do you know what? You should not spend money on this training program. This would be an absolute waste of time. In fact, we had to tell somebody in hard talk that, we, and I'm very much trying to sell hard talk, mm. I just want to be clear to your listeners mm. here. Um, but we told these guys, we can't sell you hard talk because structurally, they wanted us to come in and, and do training for a group of people to help them to have better conversations with the customers. And when I spoke to this group of people and said, why aren't you having these conversations with customers? They said, we don't have um, an outgoing line. We're not allowed to call customers. And so I went back to the, to the senior leaders and went, do you know, you could waste all your time and energy and money doing this training, but I'd really rather recommend you don't. Now, they did not want to hear that. And honestly, I would have rather taken their money. But ultimately, it's about trust down the, down the line, yeah. right? It's not, about, it's not about how you're behaving today. It's about how you're going to be perceived, what your reputation is in the long term. Well, you've given 
that's lots to think about. Um, we need to think about hard talk. We need to. I'd also suggest getting a copy of your book. I would be very grateful because um, I've read it. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to practice it more. Thank you. We do it at home. Me and it's, my hard. Wife. it's hard. It's <laughs> hard. That, that we call it that. <laughs> yeah. But if if your readers are interested, you can uh, download a free chapter of the book on the website. And you can also sign up to our uh, Insights newsletter, which comes out every couple of weeks, and we share a lot of information, um, either stuff that we've written or stuff that other people have written um, on there, and it's all for free. But also, please go and buy the book, clearly. And the website's hardtalk.info. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Dawn. It's thank been you. a pleasure to host you on the podcast. And it's been my pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for now. Take care, and uh, we'll reconnect next week.